Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. At the subsequent union, Sam was thoughtful. "'Bribed a tramp to attack her, did he?' "'Yes, sir. She had never thought much of him till that moment, sir. "'Very cold and haughty she had been, his social status being considerably inferior to her own. "'But when she cried for help, and he dashed out from behind a hedge, well, it made all the difference.' "'I wonder where I could get a good tramp,' said Sam, meditatively. "'Webster shook his head.' "'I really would hardly recommend such a procedure, sir.' "'No, it would be difficult to make a tramp understand what you wanted.' Sam brightened. "'I've got it. You pretend to attack her, and I'll—' "'I couldn't, sir. I couldn't, really. I should jeopardize my situation.' "'Oh, come, be a man.' "'No, sir, I fear not. There's a difference between handing in your resignation—' I was compelled to do that only recently, owing to a few words I had with the governor, though subsequently prevailed upon to withdraw it. I say there's a difference between handing in your resignation and being given the sack, and that's what would happen, without a character, what's more, and lucky if it didn't mean a prison cell. No, sir, I could not contemplate such a thing. "'Then I don't see that there's anything to be done,' said Sam morosely. "'Oh, I shouldn't say that, sir,' said Webster encouragingly. It's simply a matter of finding the way. The problem confronting us—you, I should say. "'Us,' said Sam. "'Most decidedly, us.' "'Thank you very much, sir. I would not have presumed, but if you say so. The problem confronting us, as I envisage it, resolves itself into this. You have offended our Miss B, and she has expressed a disinclination ever to see you again. How, then, is it possible—' in spite of her attitude, to recapture her esteem. "'Exactly,' said Sam. "'There are several methods which occur to one. "'They don't occur to me. "'Well, for example, you might rescue her from a burning building, "'as in true as steel.' "'Set fire to the house, eh?' said Sam, reflectively. "'Yes, there might be something in that.' "'I would hardly advise such a thing,' said Webster, a little hastily. "'flattered at the readiness with which his disciple was taking his advice, "'yet acutely alive to the fact that he slept at the top of the house himself. "'A little drastic, if I may say so. "'It might be better to save her from drowning, as in the Earl's secret.' "'Ah, but where could she drown?' "'Well, there is a lake in the grounds.' "'Excellent,' said Sam. "'Terrific. I knew I could rely on you. Say no more.' 
the whole thing's settled. You take her out rowing on the lake and upset the boat. I plunge in. I suppose you can swim? No, sir. Oh, well, never mind. You'll manage somehow, I expect. Cling to the upturned boat or something, I shouldn't wonder. There's always a way. Yes, that's the plan. When is the earliest you could arrange this? I fear such a course must be considered out of the question, sir. It really wouldn't do. I can't see a flaw in it. Well, in the first place, it would certainly jeopardize my situation. Oh, hang your situation! You talk as if you were prime minister or something. You can easily get another situation, a valuable man like you, said Sam ingratiatingly. No, sir, said Webster firmly. From boyhood up, I've always had a regular horror of the water. I can't so much as go paddling without an uneasy feeling. The image of Webster paddling was arresting enough to occupy Sam's thoughts for a moment. It was an inspiring picture, and for an instant uplifted his spirits. Then they fell again. Well, I don't see what there is to be done, he said gloomily. It's no good my making suggestions if you have some frivolous objection to all of them. My idea, said Webster, would be something which did not involve my own personal and active cooperation, sir. If it is all the same to you, I should prefer to limit my assistance to advice and sympathy. I am anxious to help, but I am a man of regular habits, which I do not wish to disturb. Did you ever read Footpaths of Fate in the Nosegay series, sir? I've only just remembered it, and it contains the most helpful suggestion of the lot. There had been a misunderstanding between the heroine and the hero. Their names have slipped my mind, though I fancy his was Cyril, and she had told him to hop it. To what? To leave her forever, sir, and what do you think he did? How the deuce do I know? He kidnapped her little brother, sir, to whom she was devoted, kept him hidden for a bit, and then returned him, and in her gratitude all was forgotten and forgiven, and never—I know, never had the bells of the old village church— "'Rung out a blither peal. Exactly, sir. Well, there, if you will allow me to say so, you are, sir. You need seek no further for a plan of action.' "'Miss Bennet hasn't got a little brother.' "'No, sir, but she has a dog, and is greatly attached to it.' Sam stared. From the expression on his face it was evident that Webster imagined himself to have made a suggestion of exceptional intelligence.' It struck Sam as the silliest he had ever heard. "'You mean I ought to steal her dog?' "'Precisely, sir.' "'But, good heavens, have you seen that dog?' "'The one to which I allude is a small brown animal with a fluffy tail.' "'Yes, and a bark like a steam siren, and, in addition to that, about eighty-five teeth, all sharper than razors.' I couldn't get within ten feet of that dog without its lifting the roof off, and if I did it would chew me into small pieces. I had anticipated that difficulty, sir. In Footpaths of Fate there was a nurse who assisted the hero by drugging the child. "'By Jove!' said Sam, impressed. "'He rewarded her,' said Webster, allowing his gaze to stray nonchalantly over the countryside." "'Liberally, very liberally. "'If you mean that you expect me to reward you if you drug the dog,' said Sam, "'don't worry. Let me bring this thing off, and you can have all I've got, and my cufflinks as well.' 
Come now, this is really beginning to look like something. Speak to me more of this matter. Where do we go from here? I beg your pardon, sir. I mean, what's the next step in the scheme? Oh, Lord! Sam's face fell. The light of hope died out of his eyes. It's all off. It can't be done. How could I possibly get into the house? I take it that the little brute sleeps in the house? That need constitute no obstacle, sir, no obstacle at all. The animal sleeps in a basket in the hall. Perhaps you are familiar with the interior of the house, sir? I haven't been inside it since I was at school. I'm Mr. Hignett's cousin, you know. Indeed, sir, I wasn't aware. Mr. Hignett has the mumps, poor gentleman. Has he? said Sam, not particularly interested. I used to stay with him, he went on, during the holidays sometimes, but I've practically forgotten what the place is like inside. I remember the hall vaguely, fireplace at one side, one or two suits of armor standing about, a sort of window ledge near the front door. Precisely, sir. It is close beside that window ledge that the animal's basket is situated. If I administer a slight soporific, Yes, but you haven't explained yet how I am to get into the house in the first place. Quite easily, sir. I can admit you through the drawing room windows while dinner is in progress. Fine. You can then secret yourself in the cupboard in the drawing room. Perhaps you can recollect the cupboard to which I refer, sir. No, I don't remember any cupboard. As a matter of fact, when I used to stay at the house, the drawing room was barred. Mrs. Hignett wouldn't let us inside it, for fear we should smash her china. Is there a cupboard? Immediately behind the piano, sir. A nice, roomy cupboard. I was glancing into it myself in a spirit of idle curiosity only the other day. It contains nothing except a few knick-knacks on an upper shelf. You could lock yourself in from the interior and be quite comfortably seated on the floor till the household retired to bed. When would that be? They retire quite early, sir, as a rule. By half past ten, the coast is generally clear. At that time, I would suggest that I came down and knocked on the cupboard door to notify you that all was well. Sam was glowing with frank approval. You know, you're a mastermind, he said enthusiastically. You're very kind, sir. One of the lads, by Jove, said Sam, and not the worst of them. I don't want to flatter you, but there's a future for you in crime, if you cared to go in for it. I am glad that you appreciate my poor efforts, sir. Then we will regard the scheme as past and approved? I should say we would. It's a bird. Very good, sir. I'll be round at about a quarter to eight. Will that be right? Admirable, sir. And I say, about that soporific, don't overdo it. Don't go killing the little beast. Oh, no, sir. Well, said Sam, you can't say it's not a temptation. And you know what you Napoleons of the underworld are. End of chapter 16. Read by Kara Schallenberg in July 2011 in San Diego, California.